are listening to Harley with your host, Gary Allen. Joan was quizzical, studied metaphysical science in the home. Late nights all alone with a test tube. Oh, oh, oh. Maxwell Edison, majoring in medicine, calls her on the phone. Can I take you out to the pictures? Joe, oh, oh. But as she's getting ready to go, a knock comes on the door. I'm not going to finish the song. Um, If y'all was wondering what that song is, that's called Maxwell Silver Hammer by the Beatles. Anyway, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Uh, Welcome to the Holy Poker. Welcome to the Holy Poker. I do not have anything written down to talk about today. I guess I'm just going to just go right off of the the noggin. Um, First of all... uh, Wait, what was I gonna say? Crap. See, this is this is why I write myself down. Number one, one thing that was going on on my mind with this podcast is I am by no means a very large podcast, but I see that I get a somewhat consistent amount of listeners, like six and up. I would say like six to to fifteen people. Um you know, regularly listen to my podcast, you know, I, there are some exceptions of even higher plays like 38. I see right here, 31, 25, 48, 21, 23, 46, 18, 89. in this one right here where I was challenging the Scott cast where they never fucking responded. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I see that I have a decent amount of listeners. At least a at least one of you has to be a consistent listener. And I would like to know who y'all are. You know, I am constantly looking to um, you know, expand the the subjects and, and activities on this podcast. Like this still this podcast is still in its infancy. As it grows, um, it's gonna change. It's definitely gonna change and evolve along with myself and hopefully along with you all. And one of the main re- one of the main thing ways that it can change is through um it, it's through the like, you know, obviously the platform getting bigger and so people involving themselves more i do have a link to um which i think is in my link tree just to make sure i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i put it in my link tree on my instagram at gary allen m um i do have a uh, a link called uh like i think it's let me look it up let me look at it really quickly oh crap crap sorry wrong instagram account I have, it is called, crap, what is it? I'm pretty sure it's like um, anchor.fm slash Hollywood Gary Allen or anything like that. It's there. Like, you can send me a voice message and I can, like, listen to them. And, and like, I want to do that. Like, somebody send me something, please. Because <laughs> I will happily listen to it and respond to any questions or any topics that y'all would like me to talk about. And I know that eventually it's going to happen, but like, I really, I know I have at least one consistent listener and I would like to talk about stuff with y'all. And also, I just want to know who y'all are. Like, let me know who y'all are. I want to know. <laughs> I want to speak to people. I, I mean, I feel like, you know, it, it's all right having silent supporters. You know, that's always a, a nice thing as well. But I do want to interact with my audience a bit more. I do want to get to know people more and like, you know, what y'all think of my platform and, you know, give me advice or comments or anything. I don't know. I really don't. But um, anyway, with that being said, I guess one thing that I could talk about today. Hold up. Oh, make sure that doesn't make any noise um tiktok let me see here i want to play a tiktok for y'all that i i I was listening to 
um, China Ann McLean's video, and this was her response. Oh wait, crap! It's on the speaker. Wait, I gotta, I gotta turn that off. Just a second. Alrighty. <clears throat> this was China Ann McLean's video. Um, and she titled it my response to I need proof that God exists. So if y'all don't know, I am an atheist. Um, I think I've talked, you know, generally about my beliefs on this platform, on this podcast. And um, I'm always going to like, you know, go back over stuff, reiterate stuff and stuff like that when it's relevant to a subject. So I'm just going to do this here. I'm going to play this fully out and then I'm going to talk about it and possibly like, you know, play it. You know, as I go along, or something like that. But just, just, just listen to this real quick. I'm gonna tell you a little secret. This building that I'm in right now built itself. Do you believe me? You don't. Why? Have you ever met? No, 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 no. Let me start it over. Let me start this over because I feel like you can't hear very well. I'm gonna tell you a little secret. This building that I'm in right now built itself. Do you believe me? You don't. Why? Have you ever met the builder of this building? Seen the builder of this building? You know their name? Yet you believe someone built this building. Why? Is it because the building exists? And you know buildings don't build themselves? You're right. It's logical thinking. But this building to exist, someone or something had to build it. So a building is proof of a builder. And a painting is proof of a painter. And them existing is all the proof you need to know that there was a builder and a painter. Why is creation not proof of a creator why is the existence of water trees and birds humans why is the existence of us not proof enough when we cannot create any of these things science is not separate from god it's not god or science science is the explanation of god's creation scientists tell you that god is not real but science doesn't tell us that i'm gonna tell you okay um Oh crap, I forgot I got sausages boiling. I need to cut those off. Sheesh. Um, but I got my eye on them. I got my eye on them. They're right here. So I'm gonna I'm being safe. But um Yeah, so when it comes to that, I feel like first of all, she said that basically what she was saying was that if, you know I mean you heard the fuck she just said. <laughs> I don't know how to break it down and explain it in my own words. And I don't think that that has anything to do with my like that doesn't like, you know, tell you anything about my understanding of what she meant because I I think I fully understand what she meant and I think that it's wrong. Um she tried to use um analogies like a builder and a building and a painting and a painter and uh, like as a way to say that those things you when you see a building or a painting, it, you know, using your own logic, that there had to have been someone who built those things and painted those things. And I think that that's obvious. That's obvious logic. And, you know, when it comes to human activities and when it comes to things that humans do, humans dwell in and no other thing does. When it comes to things like the universe, the planet, existence of water, animals, all of these things, we can we can't apply human activities, human traits, human behavior to these things, especially because number one, the though everything, literally everything that she was describing it like in that's involved with quote unquote creation is so far beyond human comprehension and and i mean humans slowly are understanding it but like overall the idea of quote-unquote creation and the existence of all of these things they're so beyond human comprehension as of today like we we cannot create these things of course you know but that does not mean that there is another sky daddy or fucking bigger you know more powerful sentient being that has human traits that did these things like you can't apply human behaviors to something that does not involve humans humans are a byproduct of this existence we are in existence just like everything else is and you know that's just the way it is that doesn't mean that whatever humans think i just feel like 
you know, I really, I really do respect so many people. Like I have, I have so much respect for people who have religions. Like some of the, some of the people that I respect the most are religious people who follow God and Jesus Christ and stuff like that. But I really, in other religions, of course, but I really don't understand how you can think that way. Like, I remember at a certain point, I kind of was like, you know, being that I was like, you know, born and raised Christian, I I used to think, I used to, it was a point in time where I was slowly having a battle of like, you know, my beliefs. And one thing that like really, I think really made things difficult for me was I didn't know, you know, like I was like, if I, what if I believe, what if I stopped believing or something? I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. And I feel like I kind of just lost my thought. But one one thing I was battling with my beliefs and I was thinking that, you know, God, because I, I was still somewhat believing it. So I was like, if what if I stop believing and then God, like, you know, sends me to hell or this, this and that. But it's that's the thing. Like, you know, you have this fear of not, you know, uh, of possibly being punished or things of that nature. But the thing is uh, for not believing. But the thing is, is that if you don't believe those things they won't happen to you like and i had to i had to realize that at a certain point that like not believing in god and stuff you know you think that oh like shoot like what if when i stop believing i'm gonna go to hell you don't believe in that shit anyway so it's definitely not gonna happen and even if you do believe it no trigger warning here for christian people and religious people even if you do believe it it's not gonna happen it's not going to fucking happen one thing that I think one was, was one of the biggest things that that I had to come to grips with when it came to religion was hell. I think that like that was one of the first things that like you know one of my first stepping stones to not believing in not believing in religion was the concept of hell. I was watching I used to watch Shane Dawson conspiracy theories all the time and there was one conspiracy theory video where shane like showed this clip of this priest who said that he didn't believe in a hell he said why would why would you know at the afterlife in the spiritual realm and whatnot like you know life after death why would it have anything to do with reward and punishment and that is so big to me that really really did i'm sorry little brother is all over me he is playing too much and let me turn off these sausages too while i'm at it hold up Oh, watch out for the <laughs> I almost crushed you there. Be careful now. Okay. Alrighty. Now, when it comes... Sorry for that interruption, y'all, but... When it came to the concept of heaven and hell, that really opened a lot of, like, mind doors and, like, really helped me become more of a skeptic because I questioned exactly what i was explaining it was just explaining with the china and mclean you know perspective was things that are beyond human comprehension things that we will never for sure know like death and the afterlife and what comes after death things like that they you can't apply human things to them and then you know obviously we have seen through even the oldest religions older than christianity and judaism and islam like like greek mythology norse mythology the, like the ancient religions we've seen the the same behavior in those religions where they are trying to explain the things that they don't understand by applying what humans can comprehend you when you think of god you know you think of bright white light you think of 
you know, clouds in the sky, a white man with a white beard and shit like that. Most people do in this country, at least when you think of death, you think of blackness, you think of darkness, you know, for the people who, you know, don't believe in, you know, heaven and shit like that. You think of like straight darkness, go to black, you know, like you apply things that humans can comprehend. You can comprehend the color black. You can comprehend the clouds in the sky and a big old white man with a white beard wearing a white cloak and has a really deep voice and like is bright and has like this thing, this halo behind him that looks like the sun. You can comprehend those things. These are human things though. Everything that I just mentioned was something that a human named, either created or named or you know, have saw and internalized mentally, like these are human things. And you can't you cannot, especially not for sure, apply those what is that noise? Is that my alarm? Are those the birds outside? Sheesh. Okay, but you, you can't apply those type of things for sure to, you know, stuff that we may never ever figure out. And first of all, I, I kind of want to like switch subjects a little bit, but not really. When it comes to religion, like when it comes and why I think that Christianity and Judaism and things of that nature are some of the some of the worst and most damaging. I love, love, love mythologies. And, you know, maybe I may love Christianity and Judaism and stuff like that one day as a mythology. Um, but I don't see myself actually doing that not in this lifetime. But um, one thing about like, you know, Christianity and stuff like that, you have to look at the times like during ancient times, you know, back in Greek mythology. And I'm not super duper educated on this, but I'm really just using my common sense as to, you know, what I have learned. You know, I'm just using context and stuff like that are the things that I have learned. But when you look at older, older religions like <clears throat> ancient, ancient Greece, um, ancient like Scandinavia, I think it is, or like, you know, ancient China, you know, all, all of those all, back then in the mythologies that think the things that we consider mythologies and stuff like that. Now, you know, the interest and, you know, colorful and, um, really it's like just overall magical and crazy gods and goddesses that existed during those times and people believed to have existed at the time. <clears throat> the purpose that it really served was to, excuse me, <clears throat> the purpose that it really served was to give people an explanation as to how things existed, you know, because one of the main ways that, you know, humans respond to things that they don't understand is through fear. And if you gave explanations to these things, they were no longer, you know, fearful, you know, they people wouldn't no longer fear the things because, they had somewhat of a grasp on it, but, and, and that's purely with what, you know, religions back then were, were for, like with the story of, 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 of the arachnid, you know, they wanted to know where spiders came from, basically, sorry, <sighs> need to take breaths through her knees, but, you know, you know, the story of the arachnid, you know, the girl, um, arachnia or whatever her name was, you know, she got into this weaving competition with Athena and Athena got jealous after she lost and turned her into a spider that weaves. And that's how spiders, you know, that's where spiders came from. And that's, you know, how they got their weaving abilities. And, you know, that's purely just an explanation for how things work, like how fire came into existence. Where did it come from? Oh, it came from Prometheus. He gave the gift of fire from he t stole it from you know mount olympus and the and the gods and gave it to man and he was punished for it and things like that but then you start to look at religions you know that are still you know popular and prevalent in this day and age and when they started though they may have been thousands of years ago they started that's still more recently compared to things like greek mythology and stuff like that and they started when more and more people started to populate this earth like i don't know how many people were around during the thought during the um like christianity and judaism stuff like that when they first started sprouting but i can imagine that it were it, it was at least you know 
hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people at that time. And when it comes to things like that, you know, the amount of people, I think, really plays a factor into the building of those religions. You know, people are greedy. You know, when you are in a, in our, in a, when you are in a world where so many people are around and, you know, it, people start to, you know, everybody needs, everybody needs to survive in some sort of way. And when more people are around, it becomes harder and harder and people's mindsets start to become greedier because, you know, in most situations they have to, they have to become greedy because they need to preserve their own life and the life of their loved ones. And it's harder to do so many people are around. And I think that, you know, for some people and for a lot of people back then, greed took an even farther step and that, you know, when, when it came to money, when it came to power, when it came to food and luxury, that is where these religions sprouted. They sprouted from people wanting power, money, luxury. Like that's what people wanted back then. And and you just look at you look at the behavior of the religions. One thing that I always say when I'm talking about things like this is. Is look how the religion behaves. Notice how, you know, in the religions in the past, you know, the ancient religions in Greek mythology, Norse mythology, most of the time they were just explanations. They were explanations um, for how the word existed. But with these religions that are still prevalent today, like Christianity and, and Judaism, Islam, all of those things, their teachings and like, you know, their stories are, uh, I want to say predicated. Just give me a second here. I want to make sure I use this word right because, yeah, I have a lot of words. You know how you just like got words that you feel are the right thing to say, but, you know, you got to make sure. Let me see. It says predicate. The f- predicate, the part of a sentence or a clause containing a verb and stating something about the subject. Um, example. Went home in John. What? I'm going to just say predicate. I hope y'all know what I mean. Um, ouch. Corrupt my ear, John, really quickly. Oh, my God. The... um. I feel like those religions are more predicated on control. They look how they behave. They spread. They are, they teach you to spread. They teach you to, you know, get, get, bring more people to our God so that they can be enlightened, so that they can, like, you know, go to heaven, da 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 And, you know, if you do this, like Jesus, he had disciples. He had followers, and he went around spreading the word of God and stuff. Like, why is it that? these religions do that why is it that they are that they teach you to go around the world and bring more people to said religions and i think that it is because the religious leaders of the time you know taught those things and so that they could you know gain more power like you know what was i don't remember the guy who did it it was like some type of roman empire leader who like converted everybody in the in their empire to Christianity or something like that, like an entire empire. And I know this may be a silly example of what I'm about to bring up, but maybe it's not to you. But I feel like it really does play a huge part. But um, when it comes, oh, oh, just a second, I'm getting a call. Okay, sorry about that interruption, but one of the main reasons, I mean, what I was about to say was silly is Game of Thrones. I think that Game of Thrones really puts a lot into perspective when it comes to the the religion argument that I'm making. Um, Because if you, first of all, spoilers for, well, barely, but kind of spoilers for Game of Thrones, but there was a religious, uh, a, a religion and I was about to say religious group. Uh, I guess it's the same thing. There was a religious group in Game of Thrones called the, Spar- the Sparrows. And they, I mean, just to like, you know, shorten it up, like I'm not about to go into too much detail about them. They had more power than the rulers, Cersei and all of them. Like they had more power than the rulers of the kingdom. They could tell them what to do. They made the queen mother herself, Cersei, 
walk through the streets naked and get like shit thrown at her and everything they fucking her um her like nephew or somebody that was related to her like join this religious group and he came up to them like they they i hated them honestly like i fucking hated the sparrows but they would fucking go like show up to their fucking places trying to tell people what the fuck to do threatening them and everything and i think that that says a lot about the religion in the real world as well because you know these things are drawn from real world things and the same type of things was going on back in the day like way way back in the day when you know these religions were most prominent or maybe they're more prominent now because there are more people i'm sure there's like 10 times more people believing in these religions than there were before it's just that there's probably there's 10 times more people who also don't believe in them as well but anyway religions had more power than kings and queens of the world because it was like oh we we're you know we're speaking the word of the all the overall ruler of everything god himself he's the one who creates everything and since we're speaking his word and we're the ones who like are at the at the highest parts of his religion or her religion whatever you want to when everybody knows you know everybody thinks that it's a he for the most part like which is stupid to me but you know we're the highest we're the highest parts of his religion so we we call the real shots like y'all call the shots because y'all king queen but we call y'all shots you know what i'm saying and it's like why does these religion why does these religions behave that way why do they want to have more power more people and not i don't even bring up the fact like the shady shit that went on inside the church first of all don't even get me started on the child molestation and manipulation of countless people from all over the globe but on top of that you could do shit like fucking pay to fucking have your sins fucking um you could pay to have your sins like forgiven or some shit or you could pay to make sure that your your family member made it into heaven. What kind of shit is that? You could pay to have your fucking relative guaranteed go to heaven and have all their sins washed away and yours. Tell me that's not a fucking business. Tell me that's not people who are simply money hungry literally like this this fucking ridiculous and i I think that one of the main things that people you know are trying to do these days are like they're trying to make more sense of things that don't make sense at all like fucking um oh oh, like those things would never fly today like you would never be able to pay and and you know be oh, like people be like oh that was just them from the times you know back then you know they were kind of like doing this and that like that and like we'll basically say that they, these things aren't legit like those things that happen are legit but we'll say that the other things that they did are you know i also don't you know fully understand people who selectively believe things in the bible you know the bible teaches so many things that are wrong misogyny and fucking slavery and homophobia but and people choose not to believe those things but still believe in god like oh i have a personal relationship with god and you know we have a thing no these are the religious texts these the the thing that your beliefs are based on is is from this bible from this text from this religious text this book so the god that you believe in you have to have believe if you believe in this god you have to believe in the book because the reason why you believe in the god you do is because of the book the reason why the type of god you believe in is because of this book and that's what differentiates this guy from another god so you have to believe in these things and you can't just selectively choose what you want to believe and i don't get the people who selectively believe things out of the bible like no there you don't have a personal relationship with god that these things don't apply these things still apply to your god and whatever it is whatever if you are sinning and this isn't that like you are still a sinner you are still wrong in the eyes of the god that you believe in whether you choose to believe it or not and that 
that's just another thing that just makes the in like religion not make sense. You know, I personally wish that celebrities and people with an, an influence wouldn't talk about their religion. I read through the comments, um, and like people were saying that as well. Like, you know, China, like China Ann McLean's TikTok, she was like, somebody was like, you know, I wish you wouldn't talk about religion and stuff like that. And then she was like, you know, um, I'm going to still make, basically saying I'm going to still make your religious content and like, um, you don't have to watch my religious TikToks. And then I remember I watched this one dude who was, first of all, was so, well, I don't, he was very attractive to me. (laughs) I don't want to get too explicit or anything, but he was a very attractive person, but he was also really, really funny on TikTok. And I'm I'm pretty sure I still follow him. I just haven't seen any of his stuff, but you would like from, from, you know, the videos, the TikToks that you saw of his, you would not under... Wait, I'm trying to fucking figure out what I'm trying to say. You would you wouldn't first think, you know, based off of his TikToks that he was as religious as he was. But I remember I tuned into one of this kid's lives and he fucking by you, first of all, let me just clear up. He um I'm pretty sure I don't I'm not hundred percent sure of his age, but last time I checked, first of all, it was um I was I'm around the same age as him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he may be even be older than me. So and when I say kid, I just call people kid. But anyway, he when I tuned into one of his lives, he um he all he was talking about was God this and God that and it was it was one of the most in in a non sexual way it was a turn off like I was like oh my god like I was fucking tuned into this live and like I'm thinking this man about to be funny I'm thinking he about to start talking about stuff but he starts talking all about God and I don't, I don't want to assume anything about him really, but I guess I am going to in the next words that I'm about to say, but seeing how like plain his room was and, you know, seeing like he likes to make leather things and then seeing like his mama kind of was, was like on the, like just, she wasn't showing shown in the life for real, for real, but like she just was like, she just would not let this nigga breathe like she just kept coming in the room and then also like um from like he would later make tiktoks back mind you i haven't watched him in a really long time so i don't know how his content is now but he would later make tiktoks talking about how like you know his content is like i don't want to like put words in his mouth you know so i don't i don't i'm just generalized and basically say like his content was he would say that his content was disgraceful basically like and and i you could just tell from the way he was talking he was so disappointed in himself and so sad in these tiktoks and talking about how he would like stop making these type of funny videos and stuff like that which were completely harmless and and fine but he was he would talk about them as if they were these like fucked up things and like he just was like you know straying away from god or something like that and you can tell these were things that were filled and that that were put inside his head and it's just like holy fucking shit dude like that is just crazy it's really really scary actually and sad to see such blind followers of a god like fuck faith y'all honestly like fuck faith like oh have faith that he exists have faith that he is real fuck that shit that word was made to fool people it was made to make sure people would blindly follow and i refuse to do shit like that the people who blindly follow like that they're beyond me especially the ones who are the, I'm getting hairs and shit in my fucking mouth or something what the fuck but especially the ones who are like that kid who I was watching. I wish I could remember his name, his uh like but I, I know I can't remember. And then he he changed his change he always he would change his name multiple times actually. So I probably wouldn't still wouldn't be able to find him. I know I still follow him unless he like deleted his account or some shit. And I may be able to find him later because I do want to like see what he's doing now. But yeah, like people who just follow religion like that they really make me uneasy honestly they do to to feel so confidently and passionately that your god exists and i think that well first of all like one thing that like i think is a really really important thing to think about 
is there is a someone like to you this if you are a religious super duper religious person who has complete faith in god and you know for a fact your god is real and all the others are fake to you think about the fact that there is somebody in this world who is exactly like you are except for a different god who is to say that that person is wrong and you are right both of y'all have the mindset that your god is real and the other is fake what how can you say that that yours is right and theirs is wrong but and don't give me some illogical answer like oh it's because god is real like this is god and god exists and this and that because they think the same way for their god who's to say that and then think about the fact that if you you know for a fact right that if you were born in that same environment you would have the same mindset that they do and believe in that god as well and don't give me no stupid fucking shit like oh but i know that eventually i would turn to the real god or something like that because no you wouldn't you would believe that that god is the real god and to you that god is the real god the other gods are fake people are a product of their environment who's to say that that religion is fake and yours is not i really really want to answer from somebody send me a voice message let me know your response to that when it comes to the china and mclean situation um it's not even a situation just the subject the topic or whatever you want to call it they're back i'm just you know going back to that human qualities these are human qualities when i like to think of i I refer to humans as the gods we are the real gods if you really really think about it we are in a sense the real creators when it comes to the world that we live in we of course we did not literally you know use divine powers to create everything in existence we're not actual gods by the correct definition but in a certain lens we are when it comes to art art is one of the biggest thing one of the biggest examples that i can use humans create art if a child has the comprehension and understanding of the world to be able to write down and like i mean draw or write like whatever medium it it may be it's still art and it's still in some way real and existent they could draw a planet they could draw grass on that planet they could draw an animal on that planet they could draw that animal doing things they could draw the animal even interacting with the the readers and stuff like that breaking the fourth wall and stuff and like stan lee said once who's to say that those worlds aren't just as real as this one and that's kind of going off into left field a little bit but who is to say that who is to say that those worlds aren't just as real humans are the creators humans can create things like that a game that exists in like you're like a gta cars drive wind blows the sky like is blue the the sun shines the the amount of detail that a a group of humans put into that video game and in other video games these worlds are in a sense real and then you may think that like oh like they can't do everything that we can do but given time like they can like you may think like oh this they can't do this in the game they can't go to this place but it's as easy as you know expanding the game to make it be able to literally do whatever you you point out that it can't like but i'm saying all this to say that the humans are the ones who are the real gods they they use their art to quite literally create things from their minds and they artists have an urge to create that's how you know that like just like how a god in a sense would have the urge to create artists have the have an urge to create and then also in another way that i think that we quote unquote create or you know or you know bring things to existence in a in a, in a certain you know sense is through naming things like we are the chroniclers we name everything we have named everything trees doors the ground pain hurt sadness happiness glee joy um blue sky sun bright like everything has a name and a definition 
everything. And humans gave that to it. And I feel like there is a certain sense of beauty in that. I think that there is a certain sense of creation in that. And I think that those are one of the main things, one of the main examples of how you can deconstruct the religious or the religion argument and the concept of religion. And like I said before, I'm kind of a broken record at this point, but think about the gods that you believe in and how you view them. People say things like, you know, in religions, like I'm pretty sure I've heard like in Greek mythology, even that like, you know, the true forms of gods, you know, you cannot possibly fathom. I think that that's kind of like a, a a fish hook. Like that's like a hook to get people in. Like, oh, this thing you actually can't understand. Maybe that's one of the main things, uh, uh, like one of the main reasons why people, um, you know, are so, they follow religion so much, just like what they did with, with Greek mythology and stuff like that is the explanation of it all. Like they need an explanation for the things that they fear that because they don't understand when somebody tells you you cannot fathom this and you cannot fathom the true form of this god and stuff like that you follow that you follow that and then you try your best to fathom it through you know like i've mentioned before the clouds and the sky the sun being bright you associate these things with god but how, how first of all let me ask you this why isn't the color black often associated with god what is inherently negative about the color black first of all everybody loves the color black like everyone honestly like my favorite color is blue but black is like the best color there is really like it looks good like in every sense like everything that's black is not is nine times like it, nine times out of ten, it looks good. It's like the safe color. You wear black if you don't want to, like you know, do too much, and you want to play it safe on whatever you're trying to dress as. It's gonna look good regardless. Everybody loves black. So what's what's wrong with it to where it is often associated with you know evil or like you know, first of all, when it comes to black people as well, like referred to as like ignorant, um bad thugs things like that and like in movies and stuff like that shadow and stuff is just evil like my shadow is is me my shadow is quite literally me and it is also in a kind of the first ever camera in a sense like you know like you get a, a notice how when you see a shadow it's not like it shows behind you it kind of it literally shows the front of you just like all black it's really weird how shadows work like that actually really interests me like how do those things work because it looks like it's showing the front it just looks like a, a camera view but all black but anyway how what, what makes shadows what makes blackness inherently negative nothing does that's all the influence of humans and what you were taught over time everything has an explanation when it comes to things like that things like that have have an explanation things that humans have created have an explanation period and yeah i think that you know i don't know i think i'm going off you know kind of losing track and i think i'm kind of ending this part really i think i'm gonna end this soon but not the podcast itself but just just this topic everything has a has an explanation i think that you should just really go on this journey keep an open mind like i always say use your logic and make sense of all of this yourself you know and i think that honestly just speaking from my experience the most logical thing that makes sense is these things don't actually exist um religions are they were always in the control business and to a certain extent, they have, you know, fallen off of that. Like what we what we experience now in religion is the byproduct of those ages where they had the most power and influence. But they still have, you know, are being used by actual people as well for power and influence. So it's not completely gone. You know, they still do those things, but that's what they what their main purpose was for. And I think that you just have to 
like I think that when it comes to things like death, I have my theories. I do somewhat believe in spirituality. I do believe that there may be a you know existence after death. You know, energy, um, and you know your in your spiritual form and one like that. But at the end of the day, those things are all theories that I choose to believe in, but I don't one hundred percent believe in. I will never tell you that these are the way that things are because they're not. I don't know a hundred percent for sure. These are simply theories of things that I believe. But anyway, um, I'm kind of like you know just all over the place with this. Um, I think I wanted to read this freaking comic book. Like this Beta Ray Bill comic book. I want to uh, read that. And maybe that could have even been a topic on the podcast this week. But uh, I don't know. Holy crap. I can't believe I forgot about. Uh, I wanted. To, I forgot uh, completely about the introduction of Judge. And I'm sure it's other things that I, I'm forgetting about. Like fucking and the soldier and stuff like that. Holy crap. There's so many things. I feel like my head has just been full of so many different things lately that I, I didn't even remember to fucking talk about them in this podcast. Before I get into Yellow Mellow Mellow and Judge and things like that, I want to talk about my old skits. I used to love making these little skits at the beginning of my podcast. If you go back and listen to like the first 10, I think it's all 10 of those, maybe, maybe less. I used to have like little skits at the beginning of my at the beginning of my podcast and that was ironically back when I had like less material like to work with like less things to to make a better podcast. I had like this kind of like um this cheaper, you know, not super duper good quality microphone that I still have right here behind me actually. And I used to use iMovie to edit the podcast. And I used to, you know, take that opportunity to, you know, throw in like, you know, little skits where I made like sound effects and stuff like that to tell a quick little story. And they were really, really fun to make. And I think I'm actually going to go back and go listen to those um, after this because, yeah, they just were really, really fun to make. And I I would say, let me know if y'all want me to continue to do those. I know that in the future, I'm definitely going to continue them. But at this point in the podcast life, I am not able to do that because right now I don't have much at my, I have actually like less at my disposal. I do have like a better quality microphone and stuff like that. But when it comes to anchor, you can't edit too, too much on this platform. Um, and like, cause it's, I don't have like any audio editing uh, software to just upload to anchor and then, you know, be like that. Well, like what I do is I just simply record on their website and then and upload the episodes that's how i do my stuff right now at least so i can't really edit you know in like a cool funny skit or anything like that just yet but i know for sure i will in in the future whether y'all want me to whether y'all want me to or not period (laughs) but anyway i never talked about judge and i think this is actually the first podcast since i introduced judge but judge my the mask and looney tunes inspired character first of all i want to talk about yellow mellow mellow who is the first illustrator for judge and they have or she has this like i mean i only way i could describe it is really anime because you know um that's what it closely resembles but she also describes it as semi-realism and maybe I shouldn't be talking about her yet because I haven't made her video, but I did come out with the video with Judge, and then I'm supposed to be working on her video actually tonight. Like, it's just so many things that I got to worry about now, including my house that I've been working, that I'm trying to work on. Like, oh my gosh, there's just so many different things that I got to focus on that I'm, like, really losing track. But, um, yeah, Yellow Mellow Mellow's art is, like, it's closely, it's close to anime, semi-realism is how she would describe it, and it is fucking amazing. Like, it's so fucking good. When I saw, first of all, let me just say that she pumps out the artwork. For her art to be as good as it is, like, it's really, really good artwork. And it's really, like, very fine detail, very fine style. But she pumps it out. Like, she pumped out the sketch. Like, I'm pretty sure in, like, a few hours of the first Judge um, illustration and then you know, made changes just like that when I asked her to. And yeah, just just 
it was a it was incredible. Like the the if y'all haven't seen it yet, go look at the the judges. The new my he has a clown face. He has red hair and a black suit. Go look at how Judge looks, and believe it or not, it was done in only a few days. Like. It, it was crazy. I don't even think it was even, it was less than a few days. It was done so quickly and it looks so good. And the same goes for this other illustration, who, which I haven't released yet, which I'm going to like keep as a surprise for the platform for now. Um, That was also done by her. Um, That's awesome as well. It was fucking incredible and done so quickly. Not that like the speed really matters too, too much, but it was just so fucking good. Like I, love yellow mellows art yellow mellow mellows art it really is so awesome and i thank you yellow mellow mellow for can i just i'm just saying mel i'm <laughs> i thank you mel for the art that you the, the illustration that you produced i thank you for introducing judge you're the first artist to ever introduce judge for me and yeah i thank you for being a part of penny street you know you are i think you are the fourth artist that i've worked with and every artist that i've worked with has always been so awesome and so talented and it just really is awesome to see penny street continue to grow it continues to grow and it continues to get better and yeah it's just it's just awesome I, I love penny street so much i spend more time on penny street instagram than i do on my own instagram i barely even be on my own instagram anymore because i just love going through penny street looking at messages looking at stories looking just scrolling through it's just really really awesome stuff judge i don't know i don't have too much to say about him you know i kind of want lore and you know story to to say more about him than i than i can at this point but um he has he was inspired by characters like the mask and looney tunes like i just said and he has crazy cartoonish abilities but one thing about him is that he does not use them like or at least he doesn't use them willingly he has a mysterious past which i will like you know slowly give hints to throughout time but that he never talks about he has this mysterious past and it has it's something in during his past caused him to forever be this like mundane, like serious or sad faced clown that just, you know, just doesn't do anything like I mean, like he models for Penny Street and stuff like that. But typically he's like, you know, just, you know, whatever he's doing, he always has that serious face that that Penny Street, you know, the people that Penny Street love like. He models for Penny Street because he has this like really, really good look. He's actually a very, very handsome man, despite the fact that, you know, he's not very charismatic or anything like that. And yeah, like I don't want to speak too, too much about him and like, you know, give too much away. But I honestly couldn't even tell you like exactly where I remember, you know, thinking of him from. I think that one of the main things, obviously, the mask was an inspiration, but I, like, I'm pretty sure it sprouted. Just because I liked the look of a clown, like a clown face and like on a regular person with a black suit. Like, I just really, really liked that look. And so I brought it to life. It's another character. You know, I'm not I I try to take, you know, you know, at least a few months or a month or so to introduce another character before I like, you know, so I'm not going to talk too much about this character. But it's a lot of characters, actually, but it's one that in particular that I'm thinking of where I simply just liked their look. Like, I liked, you know, how I pictured them in my head. So there are they are a character now. And then, like, you know, meaning as you know, these are ideas that I've developed for like literally over years now. So, you know, they they go they start to go beyond just you know, the looks and how I admire their looks and then start to, you know, have actual meaning and then it's vice versa. Sometimes they have actual meaning and then I slowly develop the looks, you know, this ideas have no real way of like, you know, coming together. It's always something, something different, something this, something that, that just forms an idea. But when it comes to judge, like, first of all, I just really like his look. Like he just looks, first of all, oh my gosh. Or second of all, yellow mellow mellows artwork just like really does him justice like she's like 
I fucking love looking at it and I love looking at the other piece. I actually got two more personal commissions uh, being done right now from her because I love her art so much. Um, but these ones are actually um, the they I will show them eventually. I don't know if I'm going to show them just yet, but the the two illustrations that I am paying her to do right now. First of all, they're for me, like I said, but they are actually stories from like my long time comic stories that I have, you know, had you know, just locked up, like just locked up in my mind and in my notes and stuff like that. They are long time stories from those things. And I feel like I don't have the much, that much motivation to write as of late, you know, like I haven't really, I haven't put too much pressure on writing um, at all really. And I think that to a certain extent, is it, to a certain extent, it's been helpful because I used to, I, even now somewhat, I, I just, and, and it's only been like a few weeks or so where I haven't been doing this as much, but I used to always put so much pressure on myself, like, oh, you could be drawing, you could be writing, like, da-da-da-da-da, and lately, even though I still have to a certain extent, I haven't been doing all of that lately, I think that it's really, really been helpful, and I haven't been putting too much pressure on myself to write, but at the same time, I'm starting to think, like, like am I getting this mindset where I just don't feel like writing, so I won't do it? And, you know, to a certain extent, that may be a good thing, but I'm kind of starting to feel like it may be a bad thing as well, because like it's making me not as productive as I would like to be. So actually, I'm calling, I'm going to try to really write like I'm trying to I want to get some writing in in the next couple of days, you know, but there's so many things that I'm focusing on when I get this house. I know for a fact that that like when I get this house fully fixed up and ready to to live in that would be my base of operations where all I'm focusing on is writing. All I'm focusing on is drawing and it's only up from there. That's why this house is so important to me. And I need to make a formal video for this, for my TikTok, for Instagram, for Pinstry to get the word out because I, I hate asking people. It's really, really hard for me to ask people for help. It really, really is. And sorry if my voice sounds like really raspy and stuff like that. I was just singing so fucking hard earlier today um so i just want to throw that out there because i'm noticing my voice just sounds really raspy and high but um yeah i was singing my heart out but when it comes to this house like i need to spread the word because it is so i i never oh yeah that's what i was talking about i never like to ask people for anything i never like to ask people for anything really ever and i know that that's not always a good thing you know but at the same time, like, you know, just life has made it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like to ask you for anything because I don't want people to feel like they can control anything that involves me and what I love and what I want to do and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Like, because there's been so many selfish people in this world that have gave me that impression when I have gotten help from them. And I don't want to deal with people like that. And especially not with something as important as my home, like this place that I got myself and i worked hard to fix up myself with you know hopefully nobody's hope you know and i still was able to do it like i don't want you to feel like you can say anything to me about my home and i think that you know that's you know understandable but at the same time i am 19 years old and i'm poor like i need the help i desperately need the help and so with this one situation um, I am going to, you know, suck it up and I'm going to ask for help. Like I'm doing it now, really. Like I'm going to make a, I'm talking about it in this podcast. I'm going to make a video for my TikTok. I'm going to make a video for Penny Street, you know, and I want, I just want people to, I have a GoFundMe. First of all, I got a GoFundMe. And then I also want to promote sales on Penny Street. So that can be another for, a form of income that will allow me to, um, you know, get, you know, so that would allow me to fix up the house. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'm working on these things. Those like, that's actually a really big deal right now. Um, this, I was hoping to get this loan. Um, I was hoping to get this loan from, uh, like these people that I know, um, member, like friends, friends, of family, they were like, you know, they, they do stuff where like, they like give you, they help you out with this loan and like, you know, they send it to you and like, I, they charge you actually, but they take care of getting this loan for you. But lately, and I've, I'm just being completely transparent, like 
lately they have been like really bullshitting like and not even just lately the entire time like they've gotten other people's loans finished and ready to go but when it comes to mine it's every excuse in the world i've been trying to contact my sister to try to get in contact with them because she's the most close with them and she i don't know what the hell she's been doing seems like she's been feeding me lies all i know is that i haven't been contacted i haven't had any updates and like i i, I closed on this house and began i have to begin working on it in less than two weeks now like 10 days actually i need to fucking you know get this loan in some in some form of income you know that like a large you know sum of money to put into this house to be able to get you know, fixed up in the next couple of months. And I'm, I don't know, like, because I feel like I should be more scared than I am. Like, I am scared. I'm definitely fearful, you know, but at the same time, I'm not. Maybe it's because I feel like I have to, or a lot of time to get these things figured out because I guess I somewhat do. But at the same time, you never know because it's only six months and who knows how long it will take to fix this house up. Like, who knows if it will take more or less than six months to fix this up and meet the requirements to where it is mine you know what i'm saying like really really stressful stuff and like you know actually i think that with that one i'm gonna end it here um because i kind of was singing my heart out like i said earlier and you know straining my throat and i don't want to like you know i'm I'm probably gonna wake up with like a raspy voice anyway and then i also need to record this video for yellow mellow mellow so and i need to write it period so um yeah with that one i i'm going to end the podcast here please you know like i said um i'm gonna put the gofundme in my description actually i'm gonna put the gofundme in my description um you support penny street you know that will support me in this house uh venture as well as buying from penny street that will help um Follow me on Instagram at Gary Allen M G A R Y A L L E N M. No caps, no spaces, no punctuation, nothing like that. And or and fossil fossil. <laughs> and also follow Penny Street at pennystreetofficial.com. I mean not dot com at Penny Street Official on Instagram. I'm all over the place right now. And I wish that I could get the Penny Street um account name but somebody who hasn't used their who doesn't seem to have used their account in millennia has it and it's really really frustrating but um yeah (laughs) follow penny street official um check out my youtube channel even though i haven't i haven't uploaded there in a while and yeah thank you so much for all your support and y'all have a good morning good afternoon and good night